the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so empty Everything's an emergency. Like the sky is falling. So COVID is killing people. Of course, a lot more under Biden's tutelage than Trump. Monkey pox. It's, 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 it's chaos. It's absolute chaos. But this is because they're organized. This is because they're organized, and they need this in order to pass their corruption as normal, in order to have people accept their incompetence and their failure. There's a website called democracymatters.org. Now, the way that this works, if you're a Democrat, you're very organized, right? 90% of them are already involved in different unions and different other entities of corruption and extortion. Every single day. They kick out talking points. Oh, it's true. You could check it out for yourself. Things like, don't ever leave people feeling powerless. Emphasize social change. Always give them something they can do to start making a change. Get them PO'd. Tell your audience about problems, about politics, about the Republicans' corruption and money. Give them absolute hope. Emphasize public financed elections. Create an accountability, a fairer, more inclusive, more social justice, more bull dung. And in the meantime, we're the ones that get the, the price tag. We're the ones that get the tab. Me and you, the working men. Not the roaches, not the welfare roaches, not the rest of it. They need these emergencies. Because as we jump from one to the next to the next, billions, hundreds of billions, and in some cases when you talk about climate change, trillions go out the door. So when things get real bad, undeniable things like recession, undeniable things like foreclosures up 153% in the last 45 days. That's a real statistic. Real America. People getting dragged into the quagmire and quicksand of Democrat mafia corruption and incompetence in this economy. What's it time for? I know, I know. Today, declaring the U.S. a public health emergency over the nationwide monkeypox outbreak. A senior White House official confirming that to ABC News. We are told this will move, free up, if you like, additional resources for vaccines, treatment, and the tracking of the spread of this. More money. More money to Pfizer. More money to the same rat bastards that produced a fraud and call it a vaccine. More money. More power. More control. It won't be long. And a couple of these real risks of monkeypox that work in the government will be telling you all kinds of rules and things. This is a disease, not of you. I mean, unless, of course, you're like some of the Republican elected officials and you're cruising the forest preserves looking for a little action. Or if you're in Boys Town or San Francisco, 
Then it is, ooh, don't be so mean. I'm not being mean. I'm repeating what the Democrat-appointed Walensky said. Anticipate that there will be more cases before there are less cases. Um, we do have seen now two cases that have occurred in children. Both of those children um, are traced back to uh, individuals who come from the men who have sex with men community, the gay men, uh, men community. Well, that ain't me. So then I get to carry on, right? I don't have to go on with this nonsense. Of course, I'm going to have to pay for it because I'm a taxpayer. I'm that small 30% of taxpayers. But you're not fooling me with anything. You're not um, fooling me so with the hyper When we have seen those cases in children, they have generally been what I call adjacent to the community most at risk. All right. So let's throw up a warning shot to the community at risk. But you're going to use a national emergency for no other reason than to panic, distract, and fraud, skim money. If only these outfit guys that went to Vegas would have ran for senator. They were twice as smart. Same kind of nonsense. Twice as smart. Fear pays off. That's why you're in this predicament. That's why at every turn there's going to be another problem, another fear, another distraction. But I like to deal with the ones already here. I like to deal with the ones that we can fix. Almost within 30 to 90 days. And that's through getting these political whores back in line. You see, they don't get to do things like this. I'm excited about the electric vehicle provisions because you know, what this will do is reduce the price through tax credits of an electric... Now, here's a guy at risk for monkeypox. However, you don't get to steer public money. You don't get to tell people, just spend this on this phony scam, this cell phone with wheels that doesn't work worth jack, that costs five times what other cars cost, especially if one of your little batteries goes bad, 22000 to replace it, not to mention the damage you do to our roads. These things weigh twice as much as normal cars. You don't get to steer this. I know you're the head of transportation, but you're not really qualified. In fact, what you should be is a consultant on monkeypox. Now we've also got to make sure we drive that transition to domestic clean energy. I don't think anyone's under any illusions that that can be done easily or that it can be done overnight. I don't think that you're in that position. That's not your department. However, it is your mission. You see, this is part of the talking points that go on. This is part of the talking points that go out day after day after day because they know that this kind of thing sells. They know exactly what sells. We're going to start focusing mainly on climate, climate like global warming. And so our next thing is going to be for climate change. You might ask who that is, squirrel. I see you in there perplexed. That is a vice president at CNN. That is a vice president at CNN. This is six months ago, and this is compliments of Project Veritas. We're going to start focusing mainly on climate, climate like global warming, and so our next thing is going to be for climate change. Awareness. Climate crisis, climate change. 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 Climate crisis. Climate change. Climate change and warming climate. Climate crisis. Climate change. Climate change. Climate change. Climate change. It's climate change. Climate emergency. Climate change. Climate change. Climate change. Climate change. Reminds me of COVID. Reminds me of COVID. And the whole time, all of that nonsense, nonsense, strap a mask on your face. I said, why? I don't look like Lori Lightfoot or Dr. Awardy. Why do I have to put a mask on my face? Of course, I'm not going to walk around with that nonsense. So I move. Not everybody could. People got trapped. People in Chicago got trapped. Risk of getting carjacked and murdered skyrocketed. And the whole time, we all knew it was a scam. If you have an IQ over 60 and you realize that political pimps and whores are the ones selling you this. Now information comes out this week. Now we're on to monkeypox. 
I still want to talk about COVID. You know, I know this is going to be shocking, but we learned that Dr. Fauci has been lying to us. The three scientists agreed that this was dangerous research. Two out of the three absolutely said it was gain of function. The third said it was dangerous research and should have gone before a committee. When Dr. Fauci said, oh, we've reviewed this and the experts have looked at this and said it's not gain of function, even that wasn't true. There was a committee that was formed after 2017 to look at this dangerous research. They didn't look at this research at all because they never reviewed it. So no one reviewed this to say it wasn't gain-of-function research. They didn't review it, period. We also learned from these scientists today that the committee that is supposed to review these viruses is secret. We don't know the names. We don't know whether they ever meet, and we don't have any records of their meetings. That's a problem. You see, you morons in Washington, morons, you work for us. You don't keep secrets from us because when you do, you know what happens? Things like the Taliban get in a country, things like weapons being left to all kinds of enemies, things like America sending billions of dollars to the Ukrainian Nazis, not the Ukrainian people. They were being killed by their government. The Ukrainian Nazis as homelessness skyrockets. In every major Democrat-run hellhole in this country. Yet you have all these billions and billions and billions. See, I'm on to them. And this monkeypox thing? No. I know what it's about. It's about the money. Disease. More than 6,600 cases of monkeypox have been reported in the U.S. so far. We will have much more on this as the story develops. Yeah, but weren't the monkeypox also tweaked in that Wuhan lab? Wasn't pickle-faced Fauci? caught on some emails that the government is hiding from the people as they try to criminally prosecute an ex-president. That's their main goal, right? That's another thing in the talking points. Keep the focus on January 6th. I ran into a guy on the beach from Chicago. Had a nice conversation. Lovely wife. Wonderful people. Except for the fact he was a Democrat. Couldn't get it out of his head. I sat there for 20 minutes. He wanted to talk about January 6th. Luckily, his wife worked at the Merck when I worked there. I said, how about Friday night or Friday on an unemployment number? Which was worse, the, the S&P pit or January 6th, the Capitol? She started laughing because she knew the answer. But they've got their talking points, and they're going out to all of their welfare recipient roaches and their virtuous con artists in the unions. That's the way the game is played. But I still want to get back to the root of the corruption. It's top secret. Congress is not allowed to know. So whether the committee actually exists, we're uncertain. We do know that they've met three times, and there are thousands of -of gain-of-function research proposals. They've only met three times. They've only reviewed three projects. So we learned a lot of things. And if if one of them is monkeypox, can I drag them behind my car? Can I drag them behind my car? How about if it's COVID? Can I drag them behind my car? What happens to these rat, rat bastards? who get caught on the scam. Is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Consultation fees, revolving door jobs. I'm really, really sick and tired of it. This whole government needs an enema. And Republicans, too. Don't forget, 17 senators voted for more spending. 24 Congress morons, more spending. Are they the good guys? I think they're pretty much like cinema. You think cinema's going to hold? You're wrong. You're very wrong. Understanding crucial Democratic Senator Kirsten Cinema has some demands. What are they? 
Yeah, she has for a while been skeptical of the measure that's in here that would aim to close or tighten the carried interest loophole, effectively raising uh, the taxes you pay on carried interest that would otherwise be paid at a lower rate uh, if it's considered by fund managers as income rather than carried interest. Uh, or so she's carving out for the banksters. So the nice thing you know, she's clearly a whore, but Kristen Cinema is an expensive whore. That's the only difference from the Chicago Democrat whores. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Every morning, the talking points go up. Here's another one. Get them involved. Tell them about how your chapter of Democracy Matters is working to make public campaign finance, early voting, automatic voter registration. You see what's going on here? This is all a fracking scam perpetrated by the government. There is no global warming. None. They have no idea, no perspective. They're using cooked, skewed data, frauded scales. And they're lying through their teeth pathologically, as they always do. But they are rallying morons. And take a look around you, the sewer of Chicago. Look what happens when you rally morons. Look at how willing they are to be slaves. We've got to focus on those numbers that we've seen tip, tip up that I'm not happy with and aren't acceptable. You're not happy with? Listen here, dummy, dressed like a detective from 1933. Who are you to be happy? Here's how, we, here's how it works. We're not happy, scumbag. And until it all stops, you are going to get thrown out of office. Of course, that would be if it had any character. The Democrat scourge will reelect this imbecile because she is their favored master as their willing servitude will continue in perpetuity, as all Democrats will. After all, where, 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 where's my guy? Here he is. You take a look at most of the experts who look at this. They acknowledge that there is no concentration of any consequence of al-Qaeda in Afghanistan. No? There's not, no. So we know that the Taliban was harboring the world's most wanted terrorist. You guys gave a whole country to a bunch of people that are on the FBI most wanted list. What did you think was going to happen? I take issue with the premise that we gave a whole country to terrorist groups. Yeah, you also gave them weapons, and you're continuing to give them billions, you scumbag, CIA scum. Uh, Teresa on the Gold Coast. Hi, Sean. Hi. Uh, you know what? You're right. It's all about the money. My dad died from cancer. My uncle died from ALS, for those who don't know. If they could Gary's only hang on. Joe's going to cure cancer. That's another one of his missions. Oh, yes, of they course They only could hang is. on. It's good news for me and you, though. We're yes. good. Right, exactly. What are the cures for these diseases? You can't tell me there are not cures out there, especially for different types of cancers. ALS, I don't know. It's a complicated disease. But I do know that there's money in all of it, every yes. bit of it. And, and, and the worse it gets, the more nerve-wracked the people get, the more money's in it. After all, Pfizer yes. is going to make more money than any oil company. $102 billion they're on track to make this year. Yep. And what about those... What about those vaccines? Hello, well, welcome to today's talk, Wednesday, the 3rd of August. Now, we're going to be looking at vaccine safety data, as reported by the Paul Ehrlich Institute in Germany. I found this data clear and transparent. It's a pity other countries don't do the same. So let's get straight down to it now. Now, um, this is the Paul Ehrlich Institute. And 
as I say, a transparent report. Now, Dr. Um, Campbell, these are reports received between the 27th of December 2020, which is when the German authorities the started slow their talkers vaccination campaign, all the way up to the 31st of March 2022. So we've got a pretty big data set, a total of 172 million vaccinations. Now, this is vaccinations, 172 million. This is vaccinations, uh, not people vaccinated. Come on, so this Dr. is doses Campbell. of vaccine I given. Will. And I Team like the way that they, they do this because that's what we want to know. We want to know the risk per dose given is very useful. And they've received 269,233 reports of suspected adverse events. Now, we are going to unpack this a bit later, suspected adverse 7%. 7% of adverse events. They used to be called side effects, but we changed the definition of that too. In the meantime, someone's got to make the money. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. Craig Mountgreen, what? Hey, sh- Slugger. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime. What's going on, kid? These shots uh, of the vax that were given out, I am positive it's going to come out. It's going to be proven, uh, unfortunately, maybe too late, just how bad these were for the immune system. And it. The oh. guys that work in them and the guys that took the shots, these guys are all getting sick. They're, they're, they're getting goofy variants and getting sick and everything. And I read an article about how this thing is damaging to the immune system. And I'll bet you all these people are getting shots all had... Uh, some kind of damage done to their immune system. Are they walking around like Dr. Awardy? They got the Bell's palsy and the Jimmy leg and the Jimmy arm? <laughs> no? Because you don't want to get that. You start walking around, you look like Dr. Awardy. I think you'd be better off with the monkey pox. That's just me. But the guy from Pfizer said so. I want to get a little into the weeds here and the mRNA technology. When you and, you and your, your colleagues were trying to decide which route to go down, the traditional vaccine route or the mRNA route. You you write that um, it was, quote, most counterintuitive to go the mRNA route, and yet you went that route. <laughs> Explain why. It's the worst way to go. It was counterintuitive because Pfizer was mastering, or let's say we had very good experience and expertise with the multiple technologies that could uh, give a vaccine adenoviruses that some of the other vaccines are. We, we were very good in doing that. Um, protein vaccines, we were very good in doing that, and plus many other technologies. Um, mRNA was the technology, but we had less experience, only two years working on this. And actually, mRNA was a technology that never delivered a single product until that day. Until now, you made $102 billion delivering failure. You foreign corrupt bastard. Good for you. Joe in Willow Springs. Hey, how you doing, man? Good. How are you? Okay. Hey, listen, one thing funny I wanted to tell you about Obama's mother. I don't know if you know this. Aww. Not too many people do. She, she was a her she, name, she made a wonderful girl. Yeah, I know all about her. 17 years yeah, old, knocked her, up by a married 33-year-old African. Yes? Right. But here's the thing. Right. Her name, her maiden name was Stanley Ann Dunham. Her mother and father had one child. The, the grandfather of Obama, he wanted a boy. And uh-huh. the grandmother delivered a girl. So what did she do? 
she named her Stanley to try and pick off some time before it came to be realized. Joe, now is that a I, messed up family or what? Well, no, well, that's all right. I got. I like when girls have uh, have have names that don't necessarily match. I think it's gitchy, right? Billy, Andy. I like girls named like that. The one yeah, thing that's nice, know. she never put on a pair of dungarees, a cowboy vest, and called herself Roy. Let's look at the upside. Thank you, Joe. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. When I get back, I'll take all of your calls. Mitchell, you'll be first after this. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Shock the monkey. You couldn't find Shock the monkey? Oh, you did? All right, every segment I want different monkey songs. All right? And if you can find anything from the movie The Birdcage, throw that in there as well. Also, applicable. I can't get enough of this website. Practice. Take time to practice your speech in front of a few friends or perhaps a mirror. It will help you to get over your nerves. And your friends can provide constructive criticism. Your audience shouldn't be your guinea pig. After all, that's what friends are for. Remember the talking points. Don't read your speech. You can't be confident and energetic if your eyes are glued to a piece of paper. They should have given this to Biden. He can't even blink his eyes. He's got the dementia glaze. Like a hand grenade went off next to him about 30 minutes ago. He can't get the ringing out of his ears. Speak loudly and slowly. This is all very good posture. You should never have your back to the audience. And you should stand tall rather than slouch. You should also have constant eye contact. Well, there that's what Biden has. Loudly and slowly, after all. Half of our Democrat Party is like Lenny from Mice and Men. Tell me about the rabbits, George. Stupid son of a... I, where happened to Mitchell? John, Elkhorn, Wisconsin. Hello. How are you, son? Very good. Love John. listening to you. Oh, thank you, bro. Thank My you. wife laughs constantly at your talks, talking points about Biden. You sure that she's just my... not picturing... Our, our Governor Pritzker trying to get in and out of the bathtub and all the little assistants, the illegal aliens that have to help them get in and out, dry them off. Is that what she's laughing at? <laughs> no, the diaper-wearing one. Oh, it's so but, obvious. Uh, yes. My question for you is, I loved when you talked earlier about the Democratic Talking Point website. Yeah. I want to tell my conservative friends where to see it so we're going to know what the news is going to say that night. Democracy Matters, the name Democracy okay. Matters dot org. Every day they send this out to millions of donors, millions of people, millions and millions and millions, and they teach them exactly how to just repeat the same nonsense without any thought. And it's how they get people who are fascistic, who are collectivists, who are Marxists, who are different kinds of strategies that have destroyed nations since the dawn of man. It's how they get them to pretend they're liberal. You know, this was a very funny... I had an interaction this morning. I I mentioned it briefly. And the guy was a nice guy. But just wrong. Just inundated with just wrong. And ultimately, they feel like they're liberal. And they feel like they're, they're rooted in patriotism when they talk about January 11th. What they don't understand is their philosophy. They do not have a policy that is not rooted in force. Not one. That's why they send out these cartoon characters. Look at Buttigieg. Buttigieg is qualified to do absolutely nothing. He's a child. And he's going to tell people how great it is and how they should all buy electric cars. Because he's a stupid, brainwashed Marxist like his father. Most people don't know who his father was. 
His father is a legendary Marxist in our government. Legendary. Worked for Carter. Carter threw him out because he was too much of a Marxist. Back then, they had some sense of, of a degree of what was bad for the country. Now, they elect it. Thank you very much, John. Tell your wife I said hello. Thank you. Stop mentally right, picturing bye-bye. any Pritzker naked. It's not good for anything, especially your sex life. Mitchell in Des Plaines is back. Hey, Sean. Uh, first of all, what people don't realize is that when it comes to the vaccines, it's totally subjective. Fauci does a very irresponsible job of saying not only is it subjective, but you can have an anaphylactic reaction, which is deadly. And by the way, it's useless because here's the bottom line. Look what happened with Pfizer. They wanted to lock up their findings for 75 years. It's strike one. It's strike two. The fact of the matter is that the billions of dollars that Pfizer's making is only a way to it's a race to the bottom because Mitchell, <laughs> Fauci did, is nothing more than an incubator for happen, viruses. Did you happen to see Uruguay, the country of Uruguay? suspended all vaccines, and wants to sue Pfizer. And they have a judge that's suing Pfizer. He, can't, he wants to see the contracts with the government of Uruguay. I mean, the scandal in, in these third world countries, they're like, what are you kidding me? Of course this isn't working. Not only that, you want to put us in our kids? Only the American Democrat, because he has the mind of a slave. He'll believe anything that comes from pathological liars who have lied to him the entire time. It doesn't matter. Because they do not have a second dimension of thought, let alone a third. Sooner or later, they're going to figure out their pigeons. You know how it works when you look at the homeless camp? Take a look at how many of them were Democrats and are Democrats. Go ahead. What do you need? All right, I lost them. David Lansing. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call today. How are you? Very good. You sound like you have uh, some sort of scrotum problem. Are you all right? No, I'm I'm just adjusting for possible chipmunk voice. I've been on hold a while. Oh, all right. No, you're doing fine. Your voice, anyway, I don't know if you've ever heard yourself. It's not that good in the beginning. You're better off with a chipmunk <laughs> voice. Go ahead. Okay. I got a voice for TV. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, what happened to all the pot smokercrats, I call them, all the 20 and 30-somethings that went and protested the corporations from 2007 to 2012? Remember that? And, and then... Um, now, Biden, last week, he said, um, we need a three-pronged approach. We need uh, boosters, masks, and Paxlovid by Pfizer, which are all three corporations. By the way, two out of three of those are from Pfizer. So we have this corporatist whore. Where are the pot smokocrats who rallied against the well, corporations? Well, I think, ironically enough, you're talking about Occupy Wall Street, I think. And right, I- right. ironically enough, that's where you will get some agreement on a lot of these Issues. The other thing is anybody, and I mean this, anybody that would take advice from this dementia with the thousand yard stare. I mean, he is a buffoon beyond buffoons. And you're going to take medical advice from a guy with that sewn doll hair to his head. I mean, you have to be a moron to vote Democrat anyway. These are not only the ugliest human beings in the world. They're clearly the dumbest. Thank you. Is it all right if I ask you a question, Brian? <laughs> of course, Mr. President. You're the fracking president, you stupid son of a dog. I mean, I understand you're a shill, and you're put up there to spread money out. That's what this whole damn thing is about. But there's also another thing. Listen to the talking points. The real-life scenario that everybody's living every day could be a horror movie because it's so frightening. What we're seeing right now, when it comes to inflation, the experts say it's the worst we've seen in 40-plus years. But I want to ask you specifically about recession. Do you think? Now, she's going to ask a guy, a Democrat, a freak, who runs for all kinds of offices and all kinds of parties down here in Florida. His name is Charlie Crist. 
She's asking him, this is a reporter. Reporters are different here. They kind of tell the truth a little bit more than they do in Illinois. How are you explaining the devastation the actual people of this country are seeing? Listen. Yes or no? I don't think so. Uh, uh, you know, there are a lot of economic experts that know more about this than me. And, and what I hear them saying and writing is that we could be headed for one. We certainly are in a difficult time. Not a recession, though. Now, this is the other idiot running as an independent. I do not believe so. If you just look at the numbers across our state and across our country, um, we're going through a time when, sure, you're seeing increase in inflation, but people are working. Um, people have opportunities out there that we are not, we're not there yet. Uh, I'm hoping that the legislation that's coming through um, and the, the deal that's been cut by in Washington, D.C. is going to help with inflationary numbers. Um, but I do not believe that we are in a recession yet. Now listen to KJP. Here's Jean-Pierre. Or as she's more commonly known, Sideshow Bob. The <laughs> report is expected to show the job gains last month slowed to 250,000 from 372,000 in June. Mm-hmm. Does the administration view this as a sign the economy is healthy? So, as we've been saying for many months now, we are in a, um, and the president, including the president, has been saying that we are. Don't forget the head dummy, the one with the thousand yard stare who can't blink and has someone else's hair sewn to his head. In a transition to a stable uh, and steady growth. And during that transition, what you'll see is instead of that record high uh, breaking number, <laughs> job numbers that we've been seeing every month in the realm of 500,000 to 600,000 jobs on average per month, uh, we're expecting uh, at, at to be closer to uh, 150,000 jobs per month. And so that would actually uh, sign, that will be a sign of, uh, of a success of, of this transition. And this, this is awesome. The less people that are working, it's a sign of a successful transition. I think that's what this stupid son of a dog was going to say, because what she needs people to believe is that we are, in fact, hiring jobs. She doesn't want you to know about the 11.4 million vacancies. She doesn't want you to know about the 7 million less than before the government unconstitutionally shut down the American economy. The last thing they need their people to do is think. After all, the entire Democrat Party would consist of only the political whores and the ones who bribe them. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Then I saw her face. The monkeys. I'm a believer. Boy, I missed that. That was good TV. The 70s. We had a moron Democrat, but he wasn't an asset of China or the oligarch run Ukrainian Nazis. No. He was just stupid. Just a Democrat. Wrong. He said oil would be gone by the year 2000. <laughs> Boy, since they keep predicting it's gone, it keeps growing. Might be an actual product of the earth versus a finite thing. That's going to be for hour three. Teresa Lamont. Hi there. Hi, Teresa. How are you? Splendid. Yeah. I was just because I'm, I'm driving on I-55 in my traffic to Lamont <laughs> from work. Do, do you have Kevlar windows? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, no, I'm not. It's not too bad. I'm not on the bad highway. Fifty-five right. doesn't get too many shootings. It's the other direction. Good, good. Yeah, because I was just listening to how the press secretary says there's people, there's jobs, and the people out there working. I have no idea where they're getting these figures because I'm in transportation. We deal with food. Today, I had a shipper telling me that they don't have enough people working on their dock to package and 
load trucks. I almost lost five trucks that I couldn't load today. Cause, so where are they saying people are working? People aren't working. They're sitting at home on their asses. Absolutely. And they're paid to do so as long as they continue to vote yeah. for the party that enriches them. But here's another thing, Teresa, you got to keep in mind. This used to be, when I was a trader at the Merck, this was the most important number that came out every month. Back then it had a little more integrity than it does now. However, right. there are 24 million people that work for the government. If you then factor in contractors who have government contracts and you factor in how many people actually work for the government spending, you can't, it, it, it's, it's over 15 to 20% of the workforce. Years ago when they started calculating unemployment, if the government hired somebody, they would minus how many people it took to pay him. Because that's not real economy. Now they bunch it all together. In 1994, Bill Clinton broke down the unemployment numbers into six categories. It used to be one. Now they give you what's called the U3. It is the median. It is the most cooked of all the numbers. And it's how the government gets away with lying to the people. Because most people don't care. They're just listen to the number, listen to the number, listen to the number. If they told you how many people went on welfare every month, that would be a better indicator. Or the fact that foreclosures right. are up 153%, that would be a better indicator. Or that debt, yeah. both private and government, has never been more since the history of money. That would be another indicator. But they have to paint a rosy picture on their incompetence and their failure. Otherwise, there are still some good people who think they're Democrats, like that guy I met on the beach today. He just doesn't have the right information. <laughs> right? So there's always a way, but Teresa... They're just giving everything. No one wants to listen to the truth, and no one's just, everyone's just believing whatever they want to throw you. But a regular working person who's out there, hopefully, you know, like you and I and my friends and neighbors that we see this, we don't believe this garbage yeah. that they're trying to sell us. Nice. I agree. Well, the, we're the good people that always get taken advantage of. And as far as how it works, they're pathological. I want you to ask somebody who believes that the government is good and the Democrats are good. When's the last time anything they said came true? Anything. You cannot point to it. That's why I can't decide if uh, Elvis's song, You're the Devil in Disguise, was specifically about a Democrat politician or if your lips are moving, it's a lie, lie, lie. One of those is accurate. <laughs> Teresa, <Could be. laughs> thank you for the call. I truly appreciate thank it. Thank you for taking it. Thank you. Jim in Chicago. I think this is my customary municipal Democrat. Hi, Jim. <coughs> Hi, Sean. How are you? Splendid. I, I was thinking of the Kansas vote. You're thinking of have legs going to the midterms? So it's the Wall Street Journal headline today. I don't know. I mean, if you get a group of people together that want to get away with killing their own baby, I mean, you could call it Illinois. You could call it anywhere. It doesn't really matter to me. Well, Ireland, take, take Ireland, for instance, the most Catholic country on earth. They took it to a referendum, and it was about the same as the vote in Kansas. Yeah. So uh, I think that's the... I don't get my principles from mobs. I don't get my principles from majorities, right? I don't care. I, the whole time it Roe v. Wade was legal, I still identified it for what it is, murdering the baby, the most innocent human life in existence. So whoever well, I, does I, I, it, it's, men, it's not the point. It's women, the, it's the point. millions. No, it is the point. I don't care who says that it is a right. It's not a right. I don't care who says it should be an option. It shouldn't be an option. You're killing a baby. Now, Jim, you and I probably know a lot of the same guys. I played a lot of cards in a lot of those card clubs. I know some bad mamma jammas. You know a hitman that ever killed a baby? No, I don't think you do. But you know a lot of Democrats. You know a lot of Democrats. Bah, what do you care? You got a pension. Just sit back. What day is it today? Oh, it's the fourth. So you either got it three days ago or you're going to get it in nine days. Sit back, Jim. The municipal mystical magical payoff will roll in and then you kill all your babies. 
312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. I remember being a kid reading Machiavelli, The Prince. In the 16th century, it was obvious that political corruption was not uncommon. In fact, it was commonplace. We have seen that political corruption take a different turn in this crop of modern-day mafia Democrats. There was always political corruption in both parties. But this is a crop of politicians that I believe to be traitors to the principles of Americanism. You could listen to a Bill Clinton speech from the 90s, and he would be called a radical conservative today. Can you listen to a speech from a modern-day Democrat that mentions the word liberty when they're not talking about killing their own babies? I don't think you can. I'm very excited to talk to my next guest because he's danced in both sides. His name is Dick Morris. He's one of the most prominent political figures. You know him from getting Bill Clinton elected back when Hillary could see her shoes. And he also was a consultant to Trump. He's got a new book out, The Return. I cannot wait to talk to him. Dick, thank you for joining me. How are you? Hey, good. That's a good intro. You know, I probably wrote that Clinton speech. You're like, you probably <laughs> did. Do you remember in '95 the State of the Union when he yeah, talks well, about what they're calling replacement theory now? And yeah, um, that, it was interesting to see the change in the Democrat mafia. When he said the era of big government is over, uh, that speech, uh, the State of the Union '95, uh, he called me and said, "Come to the White House and help me write it." So I came over, and he said, here's a, pad, here's a pad and a pen. I said, my wrist isn't that strong, and my handwriting sucks. Uh, let me type it. And he said, I don't want it on the computer system. I don't want anyone on my staff to know that you wrote it. And so he dredged up this electric typewriter from the basement, and I typed it. And as I typed each page, I handed the page to him, and he would go into his bedroom and copy it over in his longhand, left-handed so he could hand it out the next day and say, this is what I wrote last night. <laughs> <laughs> he was cunning. But one thing... And that, one that thing... speech included the line, the era of big government is over, a line huh. which now belongs to an archaeologist somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the one thing that I will say, although I disagreed with Bill Clinton and virtually 85%, I did not believe him to be a traitor to the principles. I believed yeah, him to be yeah. corrupt and I believed him to be wrong. But I didn't believe him to be a traitor. As I look at this dimwit in diapers, people call president the feeble fascist. He is not an American principled politician. This is something that makes Barack Obama look yeah. principled. This is well, shocking. To remember me. that. Remember my, my old boss, Bill Clinton, uh, pushed and signed and invented really the bill for mandatory minimum sentences that they just repealed. Uh, and uh, and he uh, set up the program for um, uh, for many of the programs that the Democrats have now scuttled. Uh, their anti his anti crime package uh, is largely been repealed as a result of what 
the liberals have done. They called for defunding the police. My boss increased the force by 100,000 people. So the I always say that I haven't changed. The Democratic Party has. I've been on the 50-yard line my whole life, and now it's moved so far to the left that's in the end zone. And I want your thoughts on this because I, I you, you said something that I always try to to, to to take back, and that is I believe myself to be the liberal. I don't have one policy where I want to force anybody to do anything. But yet I've watched yeah. this corrupt cabal of variant uh, totalitarian collectivism sneak into my country under the Trojan horse of liberalism. Have you ever met a Democrat that is really a liberal in the last 25 years? Yeah. No, no, I agree with you completely. In fact, in my book, The Return, Trump's big 2024 comeback, which I want to talk about today, Yeah. Uh, it, uh, I say that the two great social movements of the last 30 or 40 years were integration and feminism. And the Democrats now want to reverse both of those. They want all black schools and all black workforces and all black programs. And feminism, they want to let men compete and win in women's sports, denying the women the access to scholarships, which we legislated when we passed Title IX, requiring equal funding in male and female sports. So they are literally a throwback to the days of Jim Crow on the one hand and male chauvinism on the other. Well, they always want to control that scepter. And as you watch them promote racism in the name of racism, and you realize at the time that they're doing it, this country was at the least racist point it's ever been. I'd say that this election is really going to be in part CRT, critical race theory, the MLK, Martin Luther King, uh, with the the Republican Party standing firmly on the principles of integration and anti-racism and feminist equality. And the Republican and the Democratic Party attacking those very same principles. Are there enough smart people left? And I mean this. Yeah, I mean you, you've been around yeah. a long time. Have you ever seen a country as stupid as this one is now? Well, no. Uh, this country isn't stupid. The leadership is stupid, and the people who let the vote count be, be fraudulently counted are stupid. Uh, Trump didn't lose this election; it was stolen from him. I totally but, agree. And I know because I helped run the Trump campaign. The the point that I make in my book is that Trump can get it all back, and he will. Uh, he's the only guy that can run on the four key words, I did it already. So the Democrats love to cloak their failures in the disguise of inevitability. They say, oh, gas prices are high, it's global, and you know it's inevitable. And illegal immigration, it's facile and anachronistic to think you can seal the borders. You can't. And Trump says, BS, I was there and I did it already. I had $2 gas. I had no inflation. I had nobody coming over the border illegally. I had Russia at bay. I had North Korea intimidated. I had China backpedaling because because of sanctions. I had Iran far away from developing a nuclear weapon. I had all of this stuff. And they screwed it up, and I could bring it back. And uh, nobody else can say that. DeSantis, nobody else can say that. Okay, but and that's why, to make this case, it has to be Trump. Let me, I'm not pushing back. Well, I am pushing back. Let me, let me pose these two points to you, and I'm curious your answer. I did it already is also something that applies to what I believe will go down in the autopsy of America as the greatest single mistake this country ever did. Oh. 
And I'm shocked that Trump did it, but he did it, and he's got to wear it. He's the one that shut down my economy. I don't, I don't care about the advisors. I didn't put him there because I wanted him to be surrounded by advisors that he listened to when they told him to take away my business, my property, my liberty, my freedom. I got a big problem with that. Big problem. DeSantis didn't do that to me. In fact, I fled to Florida, where not only do I look wonderful in a Speedo, I never had to sub- subjugate myself to the rules of fat, useless tyrants. Before I take your second question, let me answer your first one. Yeah, First of all, he didn't shut anything down. The governors did. And uh, he fought like hell to reopen them. He was constantly pushing to reopen uh, schools and businesses and the whole bit. And in fact, the big issue against him was that he had what he that he wanted to reopen prematurely. And the second point is that he saved the lives of 200 or 300 million people in the world, including several million Americans by coming up with this vaccine. No other president could have done that. Yeah, but it doesn't work in this vaccine in that kind of time frame is the equivalent of the Manhattan Project to develop the bomb that ended World War Two. The bomb the worked. the most incredible thing. But wait a minute. Hang on. Huh. He, uh, he went to the drug companies and he said, look, I want fierce competition. I want you to kill each other. And the one who wins that gets a huge prize, billions of dollars. Yeah. And here's $100 million right now for each of you guys. I don't know if you can develop a vaccine. I don't know if one can exist. But you keep the money. You use it to get a vaccine. And if you do... I'll pre-buy the vaccine for those shares and then give you hundreds of millions more. The Europeans, on the other hand, divvied up the work and said, you do this, you do this, you do this. We'll all work together. And they still haven't developed a vaccine. And Donald Trump's achievement in developing that vaccine is unbelievable. You and I might not be alive today. Oh, I'm alive. I wouldn't take that thing, brother. I wasn't taking it under those circumstances for exactly those reasons. You tested Viagra for 10 years. You want me to put this in my body? I'm too good looking to have the Bell's palsy and the Jimmy Lake. So I didn't yeah, want, I, I wasn't going to take this and I won't Seth, take it. You're talking about COVID now when it causes a headache and a sore throat. I got wow. COVID three months ago and I have some symptoms, but they're not major. Wow. But if I had COVID two years ago, uh, I had cancer before that. I'd be dead. Absolutely, certainly dead. Uh, you're a hell. Come on. And you lived Donald through the current Clinton years. You'll be all right. It's Donald Trump that did this vaccine. I don't know if he wants to be married to that. I don't. I think too many people who would vote for him, like myself, I didn't take it. I had COVID. I did radio show completely through it. Never missed a day. That's just me, right? Everybody should be free to do their own thing. I don't think he How would push the How old are you and when did you get COVID? I'm 54, although I look 30. Uh, yeah, I got COVID. I, I got COVID six months after it came out. I got it at that first November, and uh, okay. I had to change a tire. I will say this: I was soaked in sweat. It took me forty minutes to change a tire. It would have normally taken me yeah. five. It was real, and it okay. you know it was but very terrible. But between, I'm in great shape. Eighty percent of the people that died were eight, eight, fifty-five and out of, and in shape. Oh yeah, and me at seventy-five and sure. out of shape. Yeah, and, I want the course around. My yeah. point is that I owe my life to Donald Trump. And so do millions and millions and millions of Americans. All but right. let me get on with the rest of Trump. Go ahead. Uh, he, what he has done is incredible. Uh, there's no major problem he didn't solve in America. And when he was president, the average household, okay, the average household in America made 100 bucks extra a week after inflation, after taxes that they put in their wallets, 100 bucks a week. 
$6,200 a year. When you take eight years of Bush and eight years of Obama, the total that they raised incomes by was $2,000. Trump raised it by 6000 in three years. And he did it because he applied free market principles. He didn't go crazy with government spending. And he held inflation down. And yeah. he kept the constant supply of energy flowing, made us independent of energy, independent of foreign energy, and, and gave us prosperity with no inflation. If you look at that from today's vantage, you have to say, this guy was a freaking miracle worker. Now, you tell me DeSantis. Okay, but has DeSantis ever increased energy supplies? Has well, he's, he's fact, not in that against, position. In fact, he's not in that Yeah, I know. That's right. Trump is. Yeah, and no, I, and the other thing I like about Trump, and I'll, I'll help you with this, and, and I'll agree with you. First of all, I agree with those points. And I also agree the, the strongest point for Donald Trump, in my opinion, was his foreign policy, bar none. Best foreign yeah. policy in 150 years. And I think these are the things to run on, energy, foreign policy. And I think yeah. he needs to do a mea culpa on the, on the COVID. I do. If he starts touting that, brother, I, I get what you're saying, and I respect you and I appreciate you. But you're going to get a guy like me. And I'm going to sit it out if he tells me how good that was for me. I'm just telling you. And you're an advisor to him. I only shook his hand once, of which I think he's a wonderful man. But, yeah, but it's yeah, crucial to and, get this down then, because you've got guys my and, age and younger that weren't going to put this in their body and will never put it in their kid's body. Okay, and the so ones so, that were forced but, to, those are the people you need to vote for you or yeah, for him. He didn't force you to. Yeah, he didn't true. force you to. He opposed forcing you to. He said, I, I, absolutely, I wrote the damn speech. I encourage people to take the vaccine, but we will not force them. This is America, and we have free choice. That's yeah. what he said. Uh, that's it's good. Biden that forced you to. Get it straight, guy. I got it. Yeah, but, well, I do, but I also don't like that he, he indemnified Big Pharma. Huge problem with that. Well, he indemnified them by saying that if you bring out a vaccine and some people die as die after taking it, you can't be sued. And if he didn't do that, no drug company on earth would have developed anything at all. Yeah, we'd we back all, to mm. the Stone Age. But because he indemnified them, not from lawsuits from malpractice and stuff, that still exists, but from in the lawsuits over the vaccine, there wouldn't be any. I mean, come what on, if, guy, get out what, of the Stone Age. No, I, I disagree with him. Here's the other thing Donald I want him to Trump is what, elected. These guys are going to take us back. Even before oh, the absolutely. But, you know, I, I, I don't want to play. I don't want to play the lesser of two evils. I hate that. I've been playing that my whole life when it comes. To I don't think office. you can call Donald Trump evil. I don't no. think you can call no inflation, increased income, sealed borders, increased wages, decreased supply of fentanyl, beat defeating ISIS in the Middle East, holding North Korea, China and Russia at bay. I don't that, think you can call all, that. All wonderful death. things. Right, I understand that. But I don't think you should run on a weak spot. I think you should run on a strong spot. And I do want to yeah, get your yeah. thoughts on this. He's the only elected or the only president in my memory that was openly cheated by Democrats and his own party. What's to stop that yeah. from happening next time? I'll tell you how. We have a plan. It's going to work. Uh, there is a lawsuit called Moore v. Harper. I reveal it in my book, and I talk about it. The media is boycotting it, not covering it. But you read the book, and you learn about it. It's going to be the most important Supreme Court decision of the last 50 years. It says it's, it's a lawsuit brought by Republicans in North Carolina and endorsed by four judges who accepted the case on the Supreme Court. 
the four conservatives and we'll get the fifth and maybe even Roberts will win the case. And the case says the Constitution, remember that little document they don't read, <laughs> read anymore, yeah, it says that yeah. the times, places, and manners of electing congressmen and senators shall be determined by the state legislatures, not by the governors, not by oh. the states, not by the courts, but by the state legislatures. And this ruling says that the state Supreme Courts have no jurisdiction over Election Day. And as a result, you have five states that have passed really good voter reform act. No drop boxes, uh, no signature verification, photo ID, the whole bit. But the Democratic governors have vetoed it. And they're all the swing states. Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, um, uh, North Carolina, and Minnesota. And now, if under the Moore case, the governors will not be able to veto it. Those bills will be veto-proof. And I the hope you're state, right. And, and the governor will, will have no power over it. And, and I, I Rudy Giuliani on my TV show last week. I do a show every Saturday night at 7.30 on Newsmax called Democracy. And I had Rudy Giuliani on. And I said, do you think the Moore v. Harper case will solve, solve the problem of election fraud? And he said, absolutely. All right. Listen, I'm excited. I want to read the book. You know, you could have sent me Good. one. I mean, I'll buy it, but I would like a signed one. I could say Dick Morris signed okay. my book. I can't say that now. Okay. I'll, well, yeah, yeah, you can. I'll send yeah, you another I, one. Yeah, that was a nice thing. We're one. around the Clintons too much. You gave me the side stuff. Take, take, name, one of those, take one of those, that money you say you earn with the sweat <laughs> of your brow and your promo. And buy, I'll buy the thing. And, buy see, one, see. and I'll send you a signed one. Perfect. Good. It's a deal. The name of the book is called The Return. He's Dick Morris. He also, like he said, Dick Morris Democracy on Newsmax TV. It's Saturday, Dick? Yep. Hey, yeah, Saturday at 730. Hey, All Seth, right. this was fun. I did, too. I like this. This is what it's supposed to be, right? you got to go at each yep. other, and we got to fix things, because I cannot afford to have these mafia Democrat bastards in control of anything. I'm from Chicago. Yeah, look yeah. what they did to my city. Now i got a, yeah, a female dressed like a detective from the by 30s the way, ruining everything. Way. One of the things that Trump is doing that's so important for Chicago is that he's saying that we should bring back stop and frisk. Uh, when Giuliani did that in New York City, it dropped the number of homicides from 2,000 to, mm -hmm. to under 500. Then the courts came along and said, that someone's hanging out on a street corner late at night in the high drug area is not yeah, probable. You've got to break the gangs. You've got to break yeah, the gangs. Wait, and the other thing is, let's bring, yeah, some but, but wait a minute. And let's bring our Trump troops saying, back. But what Trump is saying, is that I have remote metal detectors, body scanners, that I can use from a block away. And if I see metal in the guy's pocket, that's probable cause, and I'm going to have them search him and bust him for three-year mandatory minimum sentence if he's carrying. As long and the states and cities won't do it, and Lightfoot won't do it, I would use my power as president to supersede them and to take that function away. And if they resist, and the courts rule for them, I will cut off federal funding to the city of Chicago. Right. So you've you got to sit back and admire this guy. This is something. As long as up. he promises, Democrats will not be in handling those machines. I don't want them around anything. But yeah. I like what you say 80% of the time. The other 20, we're going to argue, but we're going to have fun doing it. Dick Morris, I appreciate you coming on. I cannot wait to get through the book. You take care, guys. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Broadcasting from the petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. 
The Answer. AM560. The Answer. Don't want to be a monkey ranch. Monkey box. National emergency. Dave in Chicago. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, I had a uh, question, comment uh, that I was hoping you could follow up on. Um, I, I enjoy listening to your show. I feel that you resort sometimes, uh, my opinion, obviously, to, to uh, name-calling a lot when describing the corrupt activities and people that I agree with you are, 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 are bad people. But I was wondering, do you think that that's as, as an effective uh, way of describing or getting across to uh, the amount of um, badness, for lack of a better term, the person that you're trying to describe says, uh, um, actually has. Uh, I'm using a more real example. Like when you, we all know that Biden has uh, there's something going on with him, and whatever it may be. But um, Hannity does it too. Con- continuing to to use name calling to describe him, I think it's providing a cover for him to ultimately, when whatever not, happens, happens. The idea. Ahead, the, no, 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 the idea, Dave. And I'm dead serious about this: that we are tolerating a mentally incapacitated political prostitute to pretend to be president and not be able to get through a sentence, not be able to understand the atrocity of his executive actions. That's all the recourse I have is to point out that he is a feeble, feeble, unfit, diaper-wearing fraud. And I don't feel it's too harsh at all because he's not a relative and this is not a family business. This is my country. And it is steeped in principles of which this particular buffoon is violating every minute of every day. So would you prefer I do something even more harsh or give the people an outlet? Because like you said, Dave, you gave the perfect example. Everybody knows something's wrong. Everybody. Why in the world are we letting this unfit, dementia-ridden old man pretend to be president? If this country had any standards, just on the fact that he is mentally unfit, He'd be removed. Not to mention, he's clearly on drugs. He is on drugs <laughs> that are rendering his decision making, yet his signature is what's destroying my liberty. So I'm being kind when I point out the fact that he is a feeble fascist. He is just a fascist. And he is just a political war who has been prostituting government power for sale by organized labor mafia members called unions for decades. So I don't think I'm calling him enough names. And as far as names, what else would you do when you have a 400-pound butter-handed governor telling you how to be healthy? You don't find that offensive, Dave? I do 50 push-ups every morning, 50 push-ups every night. I got to be listen to how to be healthy from this fat slob who hasn't seen his Schwansteiger for 30 years? Preposterous to me. I will not tolerate it. He's a fat pig, and he should keep his health advice to himself or at least get his wife on a treadmill. I think it's very entertaining. Thank you very much, Dave. What do you think, Kathy in Chicago? Oh, you know, hi, son. I just want to comment on Dick Morris saying that uh, President Trump was the one who initiated the warp speed uh, vaccine. I completely disagree with that. And he's a politician, and I'm not, but I still completely disagree. I believe that Bill Gates and Fauci had that vaccine or death jab in the works when they put this pandemic into effect. I, I, I was a nurse for 38 years and lost my job over this. And here's the thing. I would not resort to the I jab. do not want to be told something that isn't 
true, isn't reality, or isn't principled in Americanism. If anybody could have stood up to the pressure, it's Donald Trump. I would have lost a lot of money if someone would have bet me. I would have said Donald Trump will never shut down the country, number one. He will never indemnify Big Pharma. This is a guy who's got, he's sued people over 4,000 times. What do you mean you're going to take away the right of the American people to sue somebody who's done an experiment? I'm serious. It's not a joke. They tested Viagra for 10 years before they put it on the market. You didn't test this for 10 minutes. This is an atrocity. No, it's never been tested on humans. Mumps it is now. was the earliest vaccine to come to market, and that took seven years of testing before they approved the mumps vaccine. That's not something you and say, also, oh, thank God for Donald Trump. I'll, here's where I'll thank God for Donald Trump. I'll thank God for Donald Trump because of the lives he saved with his foreign policy. I'll thank God for Donald Trump for the strength he gave our nation economically by his energy positions and his removing of regulations. I will give him everything he did positive. I'll give you 100% credit, but don't sell me bull dung. And tell me that it's good right. for my flowers. I want to know it's bulldog. You know what else, John? What? You know what makes me cringe? When I hear people say that if it wasn't for the vaccine, they'd be dead after contracting oh. COVID. That just makes me cringe. I had COVID. I never coughed, sneezed, or blew my nose. I, I had it a, was a pre. Yeah, I had so, well, you know, this is, I can't believe the brainwashed people. And I hate to say that. I like Dick Morris, but never forget, never forget. If you were the, you, you were you were a Democrat with the Clintons. I mean, come on, Hillary Clinton wasn't a tip off that that is as crooked as Grand Avenue, you know. So yeah. I'll take the good with the bad. When you're right, I'll agree with you. I don't care who you are. But when you're wrong, don't you dare ask me to agree with you. I politely disagreed. <laughs> I thought I took it easy on him. We had a caller that was very. You upset. did. You were very easy on him. You I were like very. Him. Easy, and here's the other thing. I like him. I like that he switched. I like that he writes book. I think he's also the possibility of being wrong. And I want to mm-hmm. listen, I don't care who wins. I want these Democrat rat bastards out of everything. So we're going to have to Me win. Too. We're going to have to have a good idea, a good strategy. Me and we're going to have to promote actual freedom. Don't run on fascism Absolutely. and tell me you were good for me. Thank you very much. Donald. Absolutely. Thanks, John. Thank you. All right, let's go to P two times. Kevin, Austin, Texas. We also need good execution, carrying out the plan, taking action to actually make it happen. I'm curious, why didn't you ask uh, Dick Morris, like, what what do the Illinois people do to get a uh, Republican Party that's not just as bad as the Republican Party? Dick Morris doesn't have the answer. The Illinois Republican Party doesn't have the answer. 80% of the Illinois Republican Party is for the Democrats. 80% of the Republican Party is corrupted. Absolutely. What what do Illinois people need to do to change that? That's that's what my point is. And I want to thank you for helping yeah. And I wanted to thank you for helping me uh, keep my diet this evening, because when you said you were wearing a Speedo, it kind of suppressed my Did you throw up in your mouth a little bit? Yeah, sure. That'll happen. So I appreciate it. Listen, thank God my wife <laughs> loves it. She's a freak that way. Thank you very much, Kevin. Oh, she's going to be mad at me. 312-642-5600. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. Let's go right to the line, because I can't get over how fast the show is. And is there any headway on getting at least another segment from the guy to follow? No? Squirrel, come on. Do more than just play great music. 
Bill in his Wrong. truck. Hi, Bill. Hello? Hi, Bill. Sean? Yes. Yeah, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. The, the real crime with the with the, the COVID was nobody was treated with the ivermectin and uh, that oxychloroquine. Or anything else. They, they could... They, they weren't telling people they, about they D. They weren't telling the people uh, about other alternatives or even treatment at all. They were waiting for them to go to the hospital so the hospitals could cash in on a variety of different benefits of treating people. It's a, it's it, it will go down in it. history for, as the, ma- the 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 major problem with the the American trajectory. That will go down in history. I had it real bad. I I went to the hospital and they said Come take Tylenol and come back if you're worse. And I asked them, well, give me some treatment. <laughs> and I asked them, and they, they wouldn't let me. In fact, ivermectin is a, it was a Nobel Peace uh, uh, winning drug for decades. Decades. They bastardized hydroxychloroquine. They wouldn't, they wouldn't, yeah, it's the doctor wouldn't give it to me or the hospital. It's an example of big pharma industrial complex and corruption. And that's why I'm going to tell you right now, brother. If Trump takes the road that Dick Morris was saying, he will lose. He better not take that road. That's a big mistake. Big mistake. Thank you very much for the call. I truly appreciate it, brother. We can stop fascism. We are at a point where we can. This is a crossroads. It's an existential crossroads. And, And we are people who can help determine which way humanity goes. What a great... That was terrible. Terrible. And that's another thing. Can we get somebody under 105? <laughs> Is there anybody aside from me and you under 105 interested in politics, for God's sakes? Anthony McHenry. Oh, thank you, Sean. I, I wanted to commend you on your interview. You are, you are outstanding. You oh, are really, you. really gifted. Thank you. I wanted to say this, and I called before. There is a difference in the law between negligence, willful and wanton conduct, and absolute fraud. There was fraud in the fact that they hid ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine as a way to treat this. They had to do that in order to get emergency authorization, saying that there was nothing out there to treat this, and there was. They lied, and they also lied when they did the testing. There's got to be somebody that's going to come forward on the inside that's going to say that. And once that happens, you're going to be able, you're going to be able to successfully sue Big Pharma for the people that had the bad results. You know, in Canada, they're suing. Canada's suing. Europe is suing. They're suing because there is problems with this thing. They're getting Canada 250,000 a client. You know, people are affected for the rest of their lives. I have women that I know that are not right with their female issues since this. This is a common side effect. This is an atrocity. And they knew it. It It had to be. They had to have seen that when they were testing for this drug. It had to be out there, and I they the, lied. The, and they lied about it. The head of Pfizer. Did you hear what he said about the about the mRNA? You've got Robert right. Maloney. Did you hear what's going on? Right. I mean, they're just ignoring this. We've got senators, Rand Paul. I've got Ron Johnson in Wisconsin has been yeah. fighting this the whole time. They're spending hundreds of millions of dollars to get him thrown out of the Senate. I'm telling you, I agree with you, Sean. This is not Trump's best argument. He's got so many other ones to make. Oh, I agree with you. God bless I, you, Sean. You better Thank consult you. me. Thank you, Anthony. I appreciate it. How much time do I got? 40 seconds. All right, Frankie. You know I love your calls. Lake County. Hey, Frank. Go ahead. hey, hey, hey buddy. How you doing? Uh, you know, 
Nadler's running again, and, and when I see him, I think of the guys I grew up with. You know, my grandfather used to say the outfit in Chicago and New York didn't get along. But the thing is, these wimps, it seems, are, are taking after, you know, they think they're big and bad. And they're all in there, and they're high and mighty. Frankie, and when I see him, tell us what to do. When I see him, I think of Cobblepot on Batman. I know, Frankie, I feel you. He's Cobblepot on Batman. He's not a man. When you have to sit down to go number one, you're not a man. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so It's interesting, America 2022, proving that humanity in general is in its intellectual infancy. After all, we have children, children, never done anything in their lives, tell men and women of accomplishment what definitions of recession and inflation are, what definitions of government fraud is, as they perpetrate fraud on all of us. I wanted to get somebody who is unique in the investment world. He truly is. His name is Art Ally. He spent a lot of time in the regular investment world, and he had an idea. He wanted to start a fund that he agreed with biblically of his principles. I think it's very interesting. Art, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? Sean, good to be with you again, my friend. You too, you too. So this is something that's been irritating me, is that um, I've watched in the, in the time of my life how simple principles and definitions have been bastardized politically. I remember we just had a caller earlier talk about um, the unemployment rate. I remember when Bill Clinton was running for re-election, and he changed the way we calculated the unemployment numbers. He broke it into six uh-huh. categories, you remember. And now everybody right. gets the U3. Exactly. They ignore the real number, which is the U6. And you see this happening. And now I have children who were involved in Ukrainian uh, energy scandals, like uh, Hochstein, come on and tell people what recession is. Is recession a floating definition, or is it an actual technical fact? <laughs> recession, well, it actually inflation, depends what, you know. on who you ask, Yeah. Did you ever think you'd live through that? I mean, you started in, in investing no. what year? No. Uh, 1978. <laughs> the height of inflation, the, right? You could argue America's biggest recession since the Great Depression. But there, right. even Democrats understood facts. Well, uh, they appeared to. I'm not sure they fully did. Uh, you know, we've got an interest. Uh, well, I mean, I love talking to you. Cause, uh, but, you know, you look at our Congress, and uh, I have heard a statistic that about only 3% of the members of Congress have ever worked for a living. So here they are running the show without a clue of what it takes to be successful. Um, but it's gone beyond that, Sean, as you well know. It is not just ignorance or incompetence, it is purposeful trying to undermine this nation of ours, trying to give away our freedoms, our liberty, religious and civil. And, uh, you know, it's frustrating. They've changed the language. 
words when I was growing up meant something entirely different than they do today. Um, but anyway, what we decided to do 28 years ago is launch a family of mutual funds that will not own shares of publicly traded companies that are trying to undermine our culture. And uh, we call it biblically responsible investing. <clears throat> you mean because we follow scriptural principles. And major corporations are not our friend. No. Uh, they are funding things that people would be aghast if they really knew. And they're starting to wake up. Uh, the average person is starting to become more and more aware of what these corporations are doing. What I like about what you're doing is you're also avoiding and you're not enriching those companies that bastardized the principles of capitalism and forever destroying the integrity and reputation of it. And I'll tell you what I mean by this. You have companies, I have a congressman, a clip of a congressman on my board. I'm going to play it when you and I hang out. He openly says, I won't buy stock in these new EV companies because cinema hasn't spoken on the bill yet. You have congressmen, like you said, 3% of them actually worked for a living, all worth multi-million dollars. You and I have been in the business for years. It's, it's, it's virtually impossible to acquire that kind of money without partaking in insider illegitimate profits. Yet we have this entire section of our society that gets to front run, inside trade, and then keep the winnings and keep doing it, and they're called Speaker of the House. There you these, go. You these companies, these com the, by the way, Nancy Pelosi has a far better return than you do and a far better return than Warren Buffett does. She's the best trader in, in, in market history. But more importantly, those companies partake in that corruption. Through using your system, you're also avoiding those companies, are you not? Oh, you bet. Uh, you know, when I started uh, in this business, 40-some uh, years ago, uh, the whole purpose of the corporation was to operate in a way that would produce profitability uh, and enrich their shareholders and get uh, where their shareholders get a good return on investment. Things have changed today. Uh, these large corporations are going woke uh, and they are paying more attention to their ESG score than they are their profitability. Uh, it's completely backwards, Sean. Uh, and, the, and for people that don't know ESG, it's uh, uh, but they're they're getting more and more aware of what in the world is going on. It's environmental, social, and governance. And they're not talking about environmental, social, and governance the way you and I would define it. Uh, it is a far left-leaning agenda that is trying to uh, kind of destroy the capital uh, system that we've operated so successfully under. And here they are, publicly traded companies. Uh, their shareholders ought to be up in arms against this, and I think you're starting to see and hear of some resistance to the kind of nonsense uh, the leadership of some of these corporations are involved in. The and the latest, of course, is paying to all the expenses, uh, somewhere around $4,000, for 
for a young lady who has an unwanted pregnancy to go to some other state where she can get an abortion. Yeah, well, I mean, how like Illinois are got? depending on it. Yard, it's disgusting yeah. and despicable. But here's the other thing. It is this ESG doesn't stand for anything other than a weapon of corruption. ESG is a corrupt right. weapon that only big companies that are already in bed with government can navigate and use against their competition. This is the same corporatism that I rail against. When you heard the kids uh, Occupy Wall Street protest about the corruption, they're 100% correct. What they've been able to do, though, is take corporatism in the minds of the nation and turn that into capitalism, not knowing that the real capitalists like me and you hate that just as much as they do. Why have we been unable to find representatives to articulate, explain, and then destroy a corporatist system? Well, I mean, who's going to do it, Sean? Uh, you know, governance oversight, uh, which I detest because they are very corrupt. They're bought and paid for. Um, you know, you've got a, a an establishment. You know, when Donald Trump was president, he knew uh, about the deep state. He was yeah. kind of involved in it. He knew it. What he didn't know is how deep the deep state is. Uh, so the corruption's been going on for I mean, my whole lifetime, but it's it's like a snowball rolling downhill today. Uh, there's no more trying to cover up their agenda. Uh, they're putting it out front, knowing they can get away with whatever they want to do. Do you think it's uh, what makes us been... different is we will not own shares of those kinds of companies. Um, and uh, when I started Timothy Plan 28 years ago, my friends on Wall Street said, "You're nuts." I said, well, what do you mean? I'm nuts. My wife still says that. Uh, what do you mean? It says, you cannot create an investment uh, platform that screens out the largest, most profitable companies in the industry and expect to get good investment returns. Well, my response to them then is the same as my response is today. If, and that's a big word, if you are a Bible-believing Christian or a person with solid moral values, obedience trumps performance every time. Uh, you shouldn't be investing in these companies. And with Timothy and now some others have joined the movement, you don't have to anymore. Uh, the problem is people really don't understand, but they're coming to, and that's encouraging to us. They're coming to understand you know, uh, Mr. Financial Advisor, where are you investing my money and what companies uh, are you putting my money into? And they're the same ones on the headlines uh, that are trying to tear down America. And do you uh, all we've done is prove you do not have to own those companies to get reasonably good investment returns. I watched in my neighborhood, an old uh, Chicago <clears throat> suburb, good men become corrupted because they were given personal gratification in these mystical, magical municipal pensions. The first thing every honest financial advisor, every honest financial company learns is that they must disclose in the very beginning, past returns are no guarantee of future results. We have an entire political public sector, uh, yeah, public sector retirement system built on guaranteed returns. 
How in the world can you well, compete with that kind of guaranteed corruption? <laughs> well, but the guaranteed returns are illusionary. I mean, there is nothing there. Right. You know, when you look at the, the level of the national debt and under this administration, it's doubled, for goodness sakes. Uh, that's the on balance sheet deficits that we can never repay. I mean, $30 trillion is beyond our comprehension. But the unfunded liabilities in these guaranteed returns... 240, if you argue it. Yeah. I mean, you are in the hundreds of trillions of dollars. Are there enough people uh, cut in on that lie to just ignore it? That's the bottom line. They don't understand it. Uh, can I give you one example? Yeah. Uh, do we have time? It's a talk show. Uh, Go ahead. They don't understand a trillion. Uh, members of Congress, most of them have no clue. I mean, it's just a word to them. But to make it real, if you had a machine that would print $1 per second, 60 seconds a minute, 60 minutes an hour, 24 hours a day, 365 Days of your non-stop dollar, 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 dollar. How long do you think it would take? 33,000 years. That's a good, that's, that's about the best guess I've heard yet. Um, but it's actually 31,710 years for $1 trillion. It is such a huge number. It's impossible. To wrap sight of what it really is. Don't you love when government hacks? And morons that never put together five grand tell you about how virtuous it is to have the government bankrupt the strongest financial country until these rat bastards got control of the power. Yeah. Um, you know, it, uh, when I was growing up, my daddy's always say, son, it's always about the money. Yeah. And uh, that is never more true than when you look at the leadership that bought and paid for by special interests, unfortunately. I hate to say it, but it's a fact. And they are really good at lying. Uh, the, when they run their campaigns, they'll promise you the moon. When they get into office, uh, that somehow gets forgotten. But so you're, you're deal, never... You know, you, we're not going to fix all of this. All we try to do, Sean, is at least have one sliver where people can truly invest their money and know that we're not going to own any company that's trying to tear down this nation of ours, uh, morally, spiritually, economically. Uh, and, you know, if people who claim to be, you know, I'm a born-again Christian. If you're a born-again Christian, uh, there's a, a statistic that you might find interesting. And that is the fact that over 60% of all the money invested in the entire mutual fund world is invested by people who claim to be born-again Christians. What if they would start uh, aligning the way they invest their money and, and through a little effort find out, you know, where is this going? Uh, we could change America overnight. That's why uh, I, I but, love to have you, know, you on. I love your perspective. I really do. You know that. And uh, besides, I'm, when I die, I'm going to need somebody waving me in from the other side of the fence. So keep an eye out for me when we die. Okay. Uh, the other thing, I want to work on a slogan for you. All right? So I think okay. maybe you should, you should have a slogan that says, um, our investment firm may not have the return of Paul Pelosi, but the parties are safer to drive home from. What do you think? 
too complicated. <laughs> All right. In the meantime, That's what I like to be on with you, man. You, <laughs> thank you, Art Ally. Where can the people go to find you? Uh, it's real easy. Uh, the website is timothyplan.com. It's easy to navigate. Or if they want to call, we have a human being answer the phone who will connect them with another human being who will answer any questions that they have. And that we actually offer people, if they call us, uh, a free analysis if they tell us where their money's invested, what funds, or however they're investing it. We'll give them a free report to tell them. How much money of yours that's being invested is invested in companies that are funding or supporting abortion or pornography or non-traditional marriage lifestyles or non-biblical? It just goes on and on and on. Uh, We'll give them a free report if they tell us. And all you do is call 1-800-TIM-PLAN for Timothy Plan. 1-800-TIM-PLAN. Tell them you heard me on the radio and you want to take advantage of the free analysis, and we'll just send you one. It doesn't cost anything. I appreciate it, Art Ally. I really do. Thank you so much. Okay, Sean. Thank you. God bless. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Private eyes, right? I'm not that good at it. All right, let's go to the lines. 312-642-5600. Dirk, Kansas City. Hey, Sean. Thanks for having me. Thanks for I calling. Was wondering if you saw the, I was wondering if you saw the report Bloomberg just put out that New York City uh, media coverage about shootings outweighs the number of uh, incidents. What they found is the times when media coverage of crime is exaggerated coincide with the voting of police budgets. And so police are the media's main source on crime reports. So the obvious subtext is police exaggerate crime to the media to secure increased budget and generate a sense of fear in an attempt to necessitate their presence, especially when crime numbers are down. U.S. Bureau of Labor just reported you're twice as likely to die on the job delivering pizzas than you are as a police officer. Well, how do you die on a job delivering pizzas? From crime? Because one sure, thing's sure. for sure, I, 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 I will say that... But the crime but numbers ha- are down. They're way yeah, down. But, but that's Murder rates for- have been steadily declining over two decades in New York. But you wouldn't know that watching I the did- media. I'm going to have to disagree with crime in New York is down. I, I, I don't think well, you're getting it right. because you and- probably get your sources from the mainstream media, Sean. No, Do you uh, get your sources from Hey Jackass, which is uh, not the mainstream media? Do you know that in Chicago in just July we had 450 people shot? Is that down? I guess it is. You're, you're, you go last, you're, you're it, trying to take the subject away. We're talking I'm not about trying to take, I'm an trying to actual report. The actual 450 the people shot in July, do they not shooting. count? You're telling me you think crime is down, Dirk? Crime you're is down in New York City, I but don't you would g- think it's up because police exaggerate it to the Poppycock. media. Poppycock. Dirk, that's poppycock. Are you not? You're going to tell me the murders, the mayhem, the beatings, the drugs, the deaths. That's down. Okay, Dirk, your standards are great. You're in Kansas City, though. 
What would you say? So is what? Kansas City safer than New York, Dirk? It doesn't matter. Ah, uh, you're a moron. Morons. He's a jackass. Moron. Crime is down. This is here. Here, let's go just Chicago because we have, hey, jackass. In July, 450 people are shot. Do you know, to Dirk's point, that's down 28% from the year before? But those 450, that's to get the police budget up. Pull your head out of your ass, you stupid son of a dog. How about deaths and fentanyl overdoses, Dirk? Is that down? Here's another guy. What do you want? Another one of these Democrats probably wants his, his tuition for free, health care for free, crime is down, it's utopia. You're obviously a fracking moron. And those people matter who are being shot and killed. Here's the good news about New York. Here's what's up that's really important. Would-be victims are now shooting their perpetrator scum in the face. That's what's good. They now can carry a gun. The Supreme Court said, you're Americans too. And let these imbecile Democrats scum, who have destroyed everything they touch, pound sand. Put a gun on your side and shoot a Democrat perpetrator in the forehead. Solved. These are all important issues. Like the store owner. Got an update on him, too. Well, Marla, Alex, I can community is just absolutely in, in such support of this gentleman here. Craig Cope, thank you so much for joining us. Now, we'll start right away because we don't have a lot of time, but when this happened to you on Sunday and you saw them coming in that door with that weapon that appeared to be an AR-15, what did you, what were your thoughts? There wasn't much time to think about it. It was just uh, the guy pointed the gun directly at me. And that 80-year-old shot his arm off. So to Dirk's point, maybe we don't need police budgets to be increased. But every store owner put a gun on your side, and when they come in, you shoot them in the face. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. See, this is part of their talking points yell and shout but never have perspective this is why they have so many loyal morons tell me about the rabbits george in 2014 in the sewer of chicago 2014 through the summer through the end of july there were 1226 people shot in 2014 in 2021 there were 2116 people shot through july through july that's more for the Democrats out there. In 2020, you want to know how they get that the, the, the percentages down? In 2020, which would, or I'm sorry, 2022, this year, where's the little stat? I find this very interesting. There's 2,071. So their argument is shootings are down because it's down from 2,126 to 2,071. So they're calling that down. But if you have the perspective of 2014, it's up 900, you stupid son of a dog. You moron. Your standards are that of a ghetto rat. So everything looks like a piece of cheese. But in the grand scheme of humanity, you're scumbags. Killing 2,000, shooting over 2,000 people by a little more than half the year. Look at you. But then again, look who you have. The biggest challenge I think that we face is we've got to make sure that these young people put down the guns and we've got to make more progress on carjackings. Really? What about the shootings? Carjackings? That's the biggest problem? How about you take the 
shooters of these people and you throw them away for a thousand years so that civilization never has to see their rat existence again. I think we could start there. Ooh, but will that increase the police budgets so you can't give free college to the scum that want to smoke dope and have free health care as they eat their way into a size 15 female yoga pan if their name starts out as Roy? Yeah, good luck with that. Mike in Chicago. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, Mike? You're in Chicago. How's it, how is it? Is it great? Well, I've lived, I'm 70. 68 of the years I've lived in uh, Chicago here, I got drafted. Um, you know, th- that guy that called in on how uh, murders are down, deaths are down, but that's the paramedics. That's the hospitals. That's every, everything else. I you believe in Manchester Chicago. it's called triage. Exactly, exactly. Both my kids are paramedics. And, like, in their car, they carry a, a, a jump bag. You know, something if they come across something. When I was a kid, if you got hurt, you had a fireman that had a, a, a hearse-like Cadillac, and they knew first aid and, and things like that, but compared to what they have now, nothing. You because know, you need nothing. scum control. They want to sell people they need gun control. Did you see the two women? I guess they're women. Did you see the fat pig with the fanny pack beat the girl up on the Eisenhower? Chase her with the club? Did you no. see it? Oh, it's unbelievable. And it's the perfect window into the Democrat base. She's got the big pot belly. And then I don't know if fanny packs came back, but she's got it all the way stretched out like a seatbelt in an airplane, wrapped around her big pond zone, and she's beating a girl with a a golf club. Fat pig that she is, also known as a Democrat voting base. Yeah. You know, that's the thing, like, you can't, you know, a concealed carry, you can't get on the the L on it. That's where you need it. (laughs) You're kidding me. Yeah, you got to ride it at your own risk. The stabbings, the mayhem, because what the city needs, the Democrat cities around the nation need, are scum control. But instead, they let the prosecutors make the decisions. And the saddest part of all, all these shootings, all of them, are done by people who've been let out hours before or weeks before or months before. These are all the same gangs. They don't want to break the backs of the gangs because the gangs are the ones donating to them. Come on. The greatest scam in the world. Chicago, the only time you're safe is if if you're in the gangster disciples and you're actually a fentanyl mover. You're safe as a child used to be. Thank you very much, Mike. Don't you love being told how safe you are by guys in Kansas City who want free tuition? The scourge of the earth. All right, let's play somebody good. Oh, I know who we could play good. This just in, Governor DeSantis has suspended a state attorney who said he would not prosecute abortions prohibited by Florida's new 15-week ban. DeSantis says that the suspension of Hillsborough County State Attorney Andrew Warren is due to his neglect of duty. So what this is all about is really, when you uphold the rule of law, you are protecting the most vulnerable in our society. That's why we have a rule of law. And so I think today's uh, action is is obviously warranted. I I know that there'll potentially be some uh, uh, Florida Senate could potentially see this, depending on how things are going out. Uh, But I just think that to take a position that you have veto power over the laws of this state is untenable. And and I because the AG felt they have veto powers over the laws of the state. Now, instead of abortion, what if they were just talking about Chicago shooters who roll out of the street hours after? How many people are on the ankle bracelet? Who's monitoring the ankle bracelet? How many people are going to get shot this upcoming weekend by guys who should be locked up in prison? Is there any way to quantify the corruption of Democrats? Is there any way to quantify the destruction of life caused by Democrats? Of course, they want to 
talk about how virtuous it is to kill the babies. Let's go to a girl who I believe denied re- uh, election results. You know, you remember her from Georgia. She has love handles on her neck, the fat slob. I believe her name is Stacey Abrams. I am the only choice for women in this state. How important is it that we focus on the fact that abortion and access to health care disproportionately affects black women, especially poorer black women? In the state of Georgia, maternal mortality, we are the number one state for maternal mortality, and a black woman is 3.3 times more likely to die from pregnancy-related death in the state of Georgia. It is lethal to be pregnant in Georgia if you are a black woman. It's lethal to be pregnant in Georgia if you are a black woman. It's lethal to be safe in Chicago if you're any color and you happen to be in a neighborhood where shooters thrive. But I also love about Stacey Abrams how she regurgitates exactly what the racist pig Margaret Sanger always knew she would. Do you believe in sin? When I say believe, I don't mean in believe in committing sin. Do you believe there is such a thing as, a, as sin? Well, I think the greatest sin in the world is bringing children into the world that have disease from their parents, that have no chance in the world to be a human being, practically. Delinquents, prisoners, all sorts of things, just marked when they're born. That, to me, is the greatest... Marked with what? Margaret Sanger, you racist pig. Marked with color? How nice. Here we are, just a few decades later, and a black woman, who happens to have love handles on her neck, named Stacey Abrams, espouses the same hatred for the same race. That's a full circle by Democrats. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Does this have a monkey thing to it? I thought we had a plan, squirrel. Man, oh man, you let one Democrat caller throw your whole game off. you got to stay true in the face of stupidity. Tell me about the rabbits, George. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? Good, brother. What's up? Listen, uh, what I want to say is, do these women that have these abortions, do they show any responsibility for their actions? I mean, they got pregnant <laughs> in the first place. Don't they use any kind of bird control? There's like 60 I mean, different things. things out Put the frisbee in there. What is it? The IOD, IOU. Take the shot I in mean, the arm. So many things. Bird control pills. Not to mention the magnums or for the Irish guys they, Trojan. But yet they still get pregnant and then they say, okay, let's let's just have an abortion. You know, that's their uh, that's their answer to everything. It's ridiculous. Man, man. I'll tell Thanks, you what. John, a, a I should night. do a dating show. Warnings like you, Squirrel. You're not married, right? You need to weed this out, brother. Because if you are dating a girl, you should ask her. Are you willing to kill your own baby? Because if she is, she's willing to cheat on you with the mailman. Kira Elgin. Sean, you are better than a cup of coffee. I don't even need coffee when I'm listening to you. So I want to say that um, this guy, Timothy, that you had on uh, the Timothy Fund, I'm with the Census Bureau, and they decided they're going to cut our hours in half. They don't need us anymore. They don't want numbers to be reported. So I am not working at the last half of the month. I have my securities license and my life license, so I'm going to be contacting Timothy Fund tomorrow and seeing if my clients want this. This sounds Art. awesome. Art Thank Ally you. is his name. He's telling me, you know, yeah, contact them. Contact them because um, it's going to get bumpy here, kid. Get a plan together. Get yourself 
straight because it's going to get bumpy. We're we're a year and seven months into this idiot's tutelage. What do you think it's going to look like three years into it? It's going to be devastating. But hang on, Kara. It's going to get bumpy, but we'll make it. We're Americans. Not like the not like those idiots that keep voting away our freedom. Frank in Arlington Heights. Hey, good evening, Sean. Good evening. You know they once said George Washington was the father of our country, but Patrick Henry. Well, probably one of your favorite founding fathers. Yes, he is. He, he, actually, he actually fathered the country. Yeah. He had 17 kids. He had, I Vero. think, six with his first wife. She died early, and he, he was very devoted to her. Then he married someone well, pretty much pretty a lot younger than her. Yeah, he was resilient. He got over yeah, her fast, moved them in, yeah. and then he had nine more, right? Eleven more. Wow, that's a lot. Some, some of his grandkids were older than some of his kids. So today, though, we live in a world of secular... Anti-humanists. Yeah, that's what these people are. And when they say that a woman has the right to choose, think about all of the men out there with these 65, 70 million abortions that we've had. Think of all the men out there because there were some of them who didn't want to have oh. the woman have that abortion. Frank, how and, about and when you're a father? You have one job as a man, one, and that is to provide for your kids. One, and you got guys that sit quietly by as their kids get murdered. It's a tragedy, man. It's an absolute tragedy. Uh, who do we got? Who do we got? Ray, South Holland. Yeah, hi. This is uh, Ray Drovic. Right. Um, I just want to let you know about uh, the shootings in Chicago. They don't count the shootings if they're, if they're on by an expressway. And then the Chicago police only count shootings if they're, let's say, for instance, if five, five people are shot at the same time. They only include that as one shooting. So yeah. you've got a big, bigger quantity of shots. Of course you of do, people Ray. People getting hit. Of course you do. You're absolutely yeah. right. They're skewing the numbers. Let- they don't want the truth to come out. And by the way, enjoy your audit. Never give your last name. Unless you're me. Gary in Omaha, I wanted to get to you. Call back tomorrow. I can't believe how fast the show is. Squirrel, you can't do anything about this? I mean, aside Whoa. from a few great songs. Give me some extra time, damn it. I'll be back in 21 hours. Over. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.